financially smart. It's not how much money you make, it's what you do with it. Brought to you by FNB. How can we help you? Hashtag be financially smart. It's time for our standing Monday conversations with the team from uh, Be Financially Smart. And joining us is Eunice Sibia, the head of FNB's Consumer Education Program. Every Monday we get to address different aspects to our finances. And we try and be honest about what's out there, what is uh, at our disposal, what options do we have. Uh, but also we try and be very honest about our own position before we go for these <laughs> options. And this week we're looking at the home loan. So can I afford a house, a house that's big enough for me and my growing family? These are some of those common questions. Um, will the bank accept my home loan application? That's a very nervous, nervous period whilst you wait for a response. And what if I miss my payments? What if I can't afford it anymore? These are just some of the questions that you need to answer before you take out a home loan. So this week we're focusing on that and Eunice is here to discuss home loans and what you need uh, to know in order to make a, a smarter financial decision when it comes to your home loan. Good afternoon, Eunice. Afternoon, Azani. Afternoon to the listeners at home. It's a oh, big everywhere. one. Yeah. It's a big one. This is a scary one. Going for the home loan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we talk about it very often. Mm-hmm. It remains the biggest. As the good debt. <laughs> yeah. 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 It remains it's the biggest. It's been successful in being positioned as the good kind of debt. Because it is. It sits in that bracket. Mm-hmm. But I think we just need from time to time, needs to, to open it up and put it on the table and iron it up. You know, mm. the, that linen shirt, shirt that, that you <laughs> iron and put it back in the, in the wardrobe and then it creases up and then you, yeah. Yes. You know, um, you can always um, refer to, to a home loan as, as something like that. But before we, we, we go into this one, uh, I think I, I just li- like to say we, we are focusing today on, on first-time mm-hmm. buyers. Mm-hmm. There always is that market. There always is. This time of year, people have gotten new jobs, younger people, and people that have been renting, and now they are ready for you know for a home loan and stuff like that. Right. But how, uh, however, for for those that have had uh, taken out a home loan a while back, you know, no harm in listening. Mm-hmm. You might you know pick up a, a tip or two. Absolutely. Um, and for some people that already have homes, maybe you're thinking of a renovation, you're thinking of a second property, and 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 and. So yes, uh, keep listening. Um, but if you're considering buying a house, yeah, it, it is a very smart decision. Mm-hmm. It does require very like almost taking off your shoes off, you know, like in preparation, not just <laughs> need to be taken lightly. It isn't one of those. Mm. Um, it, it's very exciting, like you said. You know, you you. Goes house hunting, they call it. Your your meetings with the, with a state agent, and you go to this suburb, and you so go to that one. You see a beautiful house, a beautiful wall. Yes. You at times you, you imagine you, yourself living there in people people's houses. <laughs> I know. You know, like look like. Wanna wanna you even look at the ornaments? You know that's the excitement. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we need to wake up very quickly and realize that. By the way, even if I buy this one. Mine, when it's mine, it might not look exactly like this one. Yes. Because it's just going to take her curtains off <laughs> and her long suite <laughs> and her ornaments. And then it's bare for yeah. you. So, so look at the structure. Look at what the house has to offer. Look at all of those things and, and, and just excluding what isn't going to be yours after mm. the whole thing. One critical element, though, is timing is off the extreme. But timing is very important. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about timing is particularly in, in, your, in your life right now. What is happening in your space right now? Are you young? Are you employed? Do you have a, a, a deposit? 
Do you have small children? Or you just gotten married. You're about to get, uh, to have babies. You have children. They're going to grow. So where are you in, in your, in your life right mm-hmm. now? In your lifestyle? In your happening? In your, in your zone? What is happening right now? Because those components are very important. Where you want to stay? The size of the house, mm-hmm. affordability, and, and, and. Um, are your kids going to school? How far away from a school do you need to be? Can you afford to be? Yes. Where do you work? You know, stuff like that. And uh, what is also important with regards to the timing is how the age. How old are you? How far are you from retirement? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you 40? Are you 45? And only now buying a house? What does that mean to your lifespan? So, is there- so is there an, an age where you mentioned the time of year, so I can understand why maybe just anecdotally there might be a peak of applications at this time of year. Mm-hmm. We're past the festive rush. Mm-hmm. We've settled into, we've made our goals. We, we are well into the year. Yes, yes. Is there an age, though, of buyer, an average age for home buyer that you're seeing? The simplest answer and, and the most common answer is the earlier the better. Okay. Because you you are still early into the working life, we are hoping you don't have lots of debt yet and you still have many years ahead of you, hopefully in in the earning space. You could be fully employed or you could be an entrepreneur, but you still have time in your favor to Mm -hmm. pay this thing off. And it's a good question that you're asking because what we see from from statistics and we look at the the average uh, ages of people applying for bonds, it's around 44. What? I kid you not. It is very late. We average it out to 44 because total buyers below the the age of 40 um, where the most, you know, first time buyers sit has dropped from 49% in March 2012. Below 40. Yes. Has dropped. Yes. Uh Right now it's 42, almost 43% in August 2017. Wow. So that's why the average sits now at 44. Wow. It's um, alarmingly late. What are we doing before 44? Yes. Those are the questions that we need to ask ourselves. Well, Look we're struggling at, to get our education. That's you know, the thing. Maybe and maybe setting no ourselves fees, up. Black tax. And stuff like that. And maybe you've been blacklisted and now you're renting mm. and you can't afford to buy a house. Wow. But this is what the states are saying. But it is worrying. I thought you would have said late 20s. No, 44. Maybe I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, I was 26 and I thought I'm late. Yeah. You know, because often people talk about investing in property, the earlier the better, or taking that kind of debt uh, instead of, say, the car. <laughs> exactly. The, uh, the younger, the better. That, that That's wow. what it should be. Mm-hmm. That's the this life stages, you know, when you start working, look at property versus an expensive car and, 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 and start investing. However, due to many um, reasons, it could be the economy, it could be political reasons, could be many other reasons. But when we look at the numbers right now, the average um, of a first time, average mm. age of a first time buyer uh, is 44. Right. And it's worrying. It's late. Yeah. And yeah. I'd love to see what people think is uh, causing that. So let us know. SMS 31702, WhatsApp 072702, that the average age of buyers of home loan uh, uh, applicants or mm. home buyers mm. is around the age of 44. Why are we so late as South Africans? All right. So. Um, we are discussing home loans as well. And if you have any questions, do give us a call because we need to make very smart money decisions. And because this is one of the biggest money decisions you'll ever make, you need to uh, have all your ducks in a row. So why is your personal financial circumstance so important when taking out a home loan? Your question reminds me of uh, another caller's question. 
uh, not so long ago where they said, why is it that when they apply for a home loan, they were declined? Yes, by their bank. Yes, by their bank. They applied for a credit card. Voila, happiness, it Mm -hmm. was approved. And and I tried, you know, responding to that, but obviously time was limited. I want to give it a second shot. And I'm I'm aware that we're also against time. The, 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 The reason for that is... The, these two types of credit are completely different. So with a home loan, it's a very large amount often. Number two, the, the duration of, of the paying back uh, uh, period is, is much longer. Mm. 20 years, at times up to 30, 30 years. Yeah. That's a very long time of commitment that is needed from the applicant. Mm. Whereas if you look at the credit card, it's it's a short term a short term kind of facility and the amount could be highish for some people eighty thousand rand some people qualify for there are kind of money on a credit card hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's why the system would say you qualify for depending on your credit history yeah. and how you um, manage manage your finances and maybe other investments and assets that you have because that's what uh, is is taken into account but w- with a credit card facility it's very liquid. It can be taken off the system like tomorrow. Right. Today we can say we're, we're revoking it or you could call in in the morning and say, donkey, I'm enough. I don't need it anymore or take it off. I mean, reduce it. Mm-hmm. But a home loan is very complex. If you default on a credit card, like I said, they can take it off, you take it away and you pay back what is owing. But with a home loan, once you default, even the, the, the you know, once you default, even the, the, the you know, the, the, you know, the process is very complex. Firstly, we will try, you know, to assist yeah. in, in maybe restructuring into a more affordable plan and what have you. But if all fla- fails, then the collection process is quite complex. And the That's bank has to first get uh, an approval from the judge to come and repossess. It's not like we wake up and say, oh, all right, we're going to, uh, you know, kick her out. No, it's a long process. Mm-hmm. It has to be approved. And we, we have to demonstrate that we've taken all possible measures, you know, under the sun to help and this and that and that. And they look at the time frame as well when you started defaulting up to the point where the bank says, if we allow her to continue beyond this point, we're almost like burying her alive because then it will be difficult to come back. So the, the repossession process for a bond is quite complex in itself. Yeah. It so requires the extra caution That's it. when issuing uh, or giving or exactly. granting home loans. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to, uh, we lost uh, the earlier caller, let's go to Victor in Randburg. Victor, you have a thought on why home loans are being taken out at such a late yeah. age. Yeah, thank you. Um, I think the point is that my son is 30 years old, he tried out that I cannot because the reason is that the banks want a 20% deposit. Mm-hmm. And 20% deposit is in order of, okay, he wants to buy a house of 1.3 million, which is a use of money, transfer rates, which then also to add on to that. So you need to start with a capital cash flow of a minimum of 200 to 300, mm-hmm. up to 350,000 before you can even start Yes, yes. But it's interesting to me that he could buy a car of 100, Oh man, Victor, I'm sorry, that line is failing. Uh, but I get your point, mm-hmm. certainly. So not just the deposit, but also some of the other costs involved mm-hmm. in buying a home. Um, that's why he puts it in that region for house valued at 1.3 million. Um, so w- let's go to Kevin with the question now in Mendlin. Hi, Kevin. Hi, how are you? Very good. Welcome. Thank you. I'm trying to find out. I've had a bond with one bank for, for the last six years. Yeah. And then another bank called me recently that they want me to buy, they want to buy that bond from the other one. So it's like switching the bond. Mm-hmm. Now I want to find out from my point of view, what is the catch in there? They're saying they were going to beat the interest rate that I was being offered by the current 
Mm-hmm. Okay, but you think that there's maybe something else there that you need to That I wouldn't know yet. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. What could be hidden in there? I don't think it's a catch necessarily. They just um, want his business. They, they like you, Kevin. They want your business. <laughs> However, please do your homework. Um, look, depending on the amount of the bond that you have, please um, re- look at the registration fees and and stuff like that. So talk to, to an agent or, or go to the bank and ask them to break it down. Um, in terms of what is going to be involved yes, in, 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 in you switching, yes, yeah. in the switching process, okay. because you find that you know it, it needs to be deregistered that side and re-registered and what have you, unless if they're willing to 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 factor all of that in, and therefore if they give you a quick calculation, mm-hmm. what is it going to look like for you? Even though the interest rate is going to be better, if there are registration fees, look at the the whole package and and see if there's value in it. Right, so in Centurion, hello. Hi there. Um, hi. I'm speaking to Tsekho. I'm calling from Centurion. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question. So if you have a 100% bond, right, and you've been saving, you're, you've been saving for a deposit just in case they don't give you 100%, but you get a 100% bond, is it better to pay the deposit anyway, or is it better to just pay bigger, a, a higher amount every month into your bond? Okay. All right. Uh, so as a strategy, do you put mm-hmm. in a bigger deposit or if you're able to get a hundred percent, just pay more than the stipulated monthly uh, payments? You know, uh, there is b- both concepts are correct and beneficial to the individual. If right? you can do both, if you can do both, <laughs> even better, all the better. Yeah. However, Get a, a, a bond calculation. At FNB, we have a bond calculation. I think the other institutions also have. Play around with the numbers and see which one is going to work best for and you. And then your monthly because affordability. Exactly. There are all those factors that I don't have a sight of right now. I don't, I'm not privy to those. So if you do your own calculations, you, you can see which one is going to be affording to, I mean, um, beneficial to you. And also beneficial to you could be different to, to me because beneficial is I want to pay it off in a shorter period of time. The next person could say, I want to see how, if I can bring down the, the, the interest rate. The other person could say, I want to see how much change I'll have right. so that I can invest. So beneficial is, is dependent from, I mean, it's, it's different from consumer to consumer. Absolutely. So, so for Tseho, do the calculation based on what is it that you want to see as beneficial to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we take a break, let's quickly, uh, can you give us the list of things that, or the expenses that we are going to take on literally by wanting a home loan? Oh, those are so uh, sensitive. Yeah. However, this is one of the elements that is crucial in you, uh, uh, you know, um, planning for your home loan and, and you need to factor them in. So, so you look at, besides the, the, the amount, it is the transfer duties and lawyer's fees. If it's a new property that's never been registered, what, what does it mean? Because you don't have registration attorneys, but you have other registrations and what have you yes. and transfer fees and don't, don't. So these are the things that you need to factor in. Mm-hmm. And obviously then make sure that you can afford the monthly repayments. As, as we've mentioned before, there are rates and taxes. There's levy for some people, depending on where, where you, you live, where you yeah, live. Okay. Is, is it a complex and what have you? And what an electricity, you need to pay that separately for some people with some people. It's included elsewhere there's insurance mm. and there are two types of insurances that we always refer to when it comes to a house it's the homeowner's insurance the and there's bricks the bricks, bricks and, and mortar and what have you yeah. then there's content your belongings your, mm. your 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 assets you need to have those insured will you afford all of these and obviously there's maintenance uh, costs going forward yes. you need to paint here there's a chip here the tap is leaking and what have you because you are doing all of this to make sure that your house maintains the market value mm. 
So there we go. Those are some of the expenses straight off the bat, along with the house, it's the cost of the, the, the house. These are also some of the other costs that you have to be ready with. And that's the amount that Victor was kind of alluding to that his son would have to save up to the region mm. of uh, 250,000 rand in order, which would include all these other costs and his deposit for a home valued at 1.3 million. Um, and simply said, someone on Twitter says it's because the struggle is real. That comes from Mukhlukhadi. And then Tabo says the reason people are only buying after the age of 44 is that houses are way too expensive. By the time you save for a deposit, the price goes up, has gone up again. Be financially smart. It's not how much money you make. It's what you do with it. Brought to you by F&B. How can we help you? Hashtag be financially smart. We're looking at the ins and outs of a, a home loan and we're with Yuna Sibia. She's the head of the consumer education program at FNB. So uh, what can we do to improve our chances of securing a home loan? Is there anything we can do? There's quite a bit uh-huh. that we need to do and can can do to improve our chances. And the, the question that most people ask, that why, why why am I declined, you know, when I apply? Or why is it so difficult for me to, to get a home loan approved? Mm. So so there are important steps that we need to, to, to take for, for this process. And I have about eight that I've noted down. So, you know, listeners can maybe pencil them down quickly. Number one, check your credit score. Your credit profile, uh, you can get a copy for free annually. And obviously, if you want more, you'll pay a minimum fee for that. A clean credit record dramatically increases your chance to get a home loan as it positions you um, as a lower risk uh, consumer or okay. customer. That, that's number one, credit score. Number two, use uh, a bond calculator from your bank. F&B has one open. So this helps you, you know, um, work out the amount. So it takes the total loan amount. It adds the initiation fee. Uh, the interest rate, you can play around with different interest rates. Um, the, the, the term, select different terms just to see, you know, the flexibility. And this will give you an esti- estimated premium. So mm-hmm. you have a, you have a feel, you know, a benchmark to say, you know, if this is the situation, this is what I, I, I'm looking at in terms of uh, right. premiums. Number three, check the, the property valuation. What do you mean by this? Make sure that the amount that you're borrowing matches the, the, the market value. Mm-hmm. So often people get a discount. You know, maybe when you buy a house, it's worth 350,000 rand. You get it for 250,000 rand. Look at those things. What does that gap mean? It's a good buy for you. Yes. But uh, you need to factor it in elsewhere, for instance, with insurance and other things. Mm-hmm. So look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, save up for a deposit. Uh, we've had people talking about deposits and it's a problem, mm-hmm. but it, it, it just works in your favor. So basically, you know, if, if, if the bank asks for 10 percent or I mean 20 percent deposit, it, it, it's going to reduce the, 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 the premium. It, it reduces the, the capital amount, reduces the term. So so work towards that. It, it is in your favor in any case. Mm-hmm. And and number five, pay a little extra on your every month we always talk about this katazela you know or, or 50 rand will go a long way in your favor <laughs> um and and this also helps in in you know it saves on an interest on the bond fees uh, it provides a safe ha- haven for you once you you pay it off quicker it increases your disposable income as well Absolutely. so so it, it it benefits you number 6 get the right insurance cover in place and here people default you know very often uh, as an it becomes a problem mm. one we have a life cover life insurance i want to say uh, this serves as as a backup as a protection for you and your family should i be knocked down by a bus tomorrow and i have a home loan and i have children i have a family the life cover will pay up 
the difference. So at least my family will still have a home. They will not a be roof, kicked out. Absolutely. A roof, you know, over their heads. And number two, the short-term insurance is then the stuff we spoke about earlier, you know, house content and, and the structure itself. Uh-huh. Number seven, understand the terms and conditions. People often sign these blindly, consumed by the excitement and what have you, and you don't understand what you're locking yourself into. So you need to understand maybe the interest rate and, you know, everything that, that's in the terms and conditions. Right. Lastly, Regularly revisit your, your your personal finances because once you have the bond, that's not the end of the road. Like, yeah, yeah, now have a house. Hey, Jose dealer, no. Look at, you know, track the payments and see where you can find more money to, to pay um, extra and use this, this opportunity to make any adjustments required to refine, um, I mean, to refine your personal um, wealth management strategy. So, oh. so do not just say, now I've moved in. You know, this is it. It's done. done. No, no, it's never done. Absolutely. Um, so here's another opportunity for our listeners to win because at the start of next month, we'll be announcing the winner of mm-hmm. our March competition. Mm-hmm. So what's the question today? It goes, the home loan granted always includes all the expenses associated with purchasing property. Is this true? Is this, this true or false? <laughs> yeah, no, not too hard at all. So you need to be 18 years and older, a South African citizen, and you don't need to be an FNB client. But uh, send through that number by following the prompts on star 120 star 387 hash. And we'll be announcing the winner at the start of April. But in the meantime, you can share your story and ask your questions directly to the Be Financially Smart team. Uh, email bfs at bfseducation.co.za. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Eunice. The pleasure is mine.